0: Welcome to Showing Up For You, where the conversations are hard but need to be had. I'm Jasmine.
1: And I'm Sean. We're using our life's experiences to help us process the next steps. We're excited to have you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Showing Up For You. Hey, Jasmine. What's up? How's everybody doing? Um, I don't know about them, but I am <laughs> yeah. I am I come humbly before the audience of Sufi. Well, um, come on I am wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like I am wrecked. Um this week, I have had or this past week, I have had some um space to self-reflect and just allow myself to piece apart. And look at the situation, the season, the timing of my life right now. You know, Mm. um, I think I mentioned before we we moved, you know, to Texas from Washington State. And there are so many changes that I'm adapting to that are great, um, but also just very different. Right. The Mm. weather is crazy um, in a sense of like it's bipolar. You know, um, it's like, it's like crazy raining, lightning thunder one day. And the next day it's like clear skies, 80 degrees. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, not only that, you know, I miss my hikes. I miss, um, I miss taking my kids out and being in nature. You know what I mean? And out here, there's just not much going on in that, Hmm. um, so, that's the surface stuff. But, like, let me just start this episode off with a bang and tell you my struggling thought lately, okay? hmm I have been trying to sort out how to identify with or if I'm minimizing myself to a role in my life. Hmm. Like, when I think about the roles that I have to play, I look at, like, what that means for my family dynamic, right? I look at, like, what that means for the lifestyle that I want or the lifestyle that I have. And what that might look like might be helpful to my family, but it might not be something I totally identify with or am extremely happy doing, You know, Mm -hmm. I've always had this, um, this, this aspect of, I don't necessarily want, I had not desired, I'll say that to be a stay at home mom, but that seemed to be the most fitting thing to help my family be the healthiest at the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And my biggest picture is always my family. Like my biggest goal is my, my most prioritized goal is always doing what I need to do to develop a healthy family. So if right now that means that I'm going to be present and I'll be home and I'll be, you know, taking business at home and being more present for the kids so that things can be done efficiently so that in the future this isn't my role anymore I'll do it yeah um but my like I said I think my struggle is that sometimes I identify with that role and I thrive in it right and Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm able to do so much in this role to be everything that is needed for my family unit Mm -hmm. but then there are times that I minimize myself to that role And I am not able to perform very successfully
0: Mm.
1: in my, like for myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like I'm thinking, well, you're just a stay at home mom or you're just the person that cooks the dinner and cleans up and does that. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so
1: that's a struggle that I have. And it's, it's, it's crazy how back and forth it goes. And I've been lately with all these changes, just been trying to be more consistent in the positive outlook. But I first had to address that. Like, this is a real thing. And this is, this is like, this is a real thing that I have to address. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Why is that? I always want to start laughing when I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm fine. It's fine. Oh my gosh, everything's yeah. fine. It's fine. We're all fine. No. no, yeah, that it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I think I relate in a lot of ways, different because I think about myself mm-hmm. as as I should in the yeah. season, you know, of my life. So I'm like, I know, I'm like, without any context, I know how, you know, selfish that phrase is, but this is a season of my life that is selfish. Mm-hmm. um, And to be able to figure out a lot of things. But, you know, although I am, you know, at this place in my life, I still have roles to play mm-hmm. in, in my life with family, you know, with friends or whatever it may be. And I think, you know, by you saying like, what do I identify with and, like, also minimize myself to be? It's, like, man, like, once I get into that minimizing space, I just become so comfortable in that almost to a place where, like, I don't even recognize who I am anymore. Mm. And I know, like, for me, when I, like, hit those – and I know, like, we'll talk about it more, but, you know, when I hit those spaces where I'm, like, who am I? It's almost like I am in an identity crisis, Mm-hmm. Because it's like, how long have I allowed myself to sit in this space that I don't even recognize who I am anymore?
1: Wow, wow.
0: So those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> that's
1: well, that's crazy. You know, you just said it's like identity crisis. Like you're, you, you know, you talk about being able to recognize yourself, and like, like the thing is, you started off the right way. You have every right and responsibility, and expectation to just concern yourself with you, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of where you are in life. And I love that for you. Um, but I'm also proud and I'm also proud that you are able to address like, Hey, like this is some unrecognizable, you know, um, moments. Yeah. Um, and like, I have to look at that and just kind of just be like, man, like as a, as a family person, sometimes you like you have to be like you just have to do the job. Like there may not be room in that season for like the self-finding, you know? Yeah. You might not be able to have that moment of self-health and like uh, you know, Sunday fun day, right? Like that right. self-care Sunday, You might not have that room and that's that just might be your season. And so I love that in the position you are now, you are taking advantage of that. Um the so if I like if I have to sort this out in a manner of the negatives versus the negatives versus the positives, I'm like tripping over my words. <laughs> um, The negative, like we just said, is just that I'm minimizing myself mm-hmm. to a role. Mm-hmm. And the positive is more so that I'm identifying with it. Um, And and when you can accept something and grow in it. That's, that's great. Right. Yeah. Um, but so here are my examples of like, here's what I realized. Um, it, we're, here's where the minimizing takes place. Right. Um, I was having a conversation with my husband a while ago and we were just speaking about the idea that men and women have roles in relationships mm-hmm. and that these are the things that men look for when they, um, you know, search for women. And these are the things that women, um, expect from men when they get into a relationship. But what I realized is a lot of times men are told, Hey, you are the provider, which you, this, this is the role that you assume in a traditional relationship. Um, if that's what you and that person agree with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you, um, you are the provider, you bring the money home and, or you bring the bacon home and she cooks it up. Like that's just simply said, right? Um right. I think what I struggle with or what I feel bad about is that a lot of men just identify with that because it is an expectation and a role that they have been trained into. Um, and a lot of women assume that same thing as far as being the cook, the cleaner, the like- because that's the role that you have been expected to do. And so you look at how a lot of little girls are, you know, raised to think that they were, they're supposed to be a great chef. They're supposed to nurture. They have, they they have baby dolls, um, as toys. They have kitchen sets as toys. Like these are the things that were, you know, are put in our minds, which, let me just say, I love all those things as toys. I'm just making a point here, so just go with me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm tracking. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're here. But
1: it's the idea that you you can cook and clean and be that, but that doesn't have to be where you minimize yourself. So I've, I hear, even in these, these new, um, let me just say, I hear that um, a woman will minimize herself to just being that for a man. And I hear a man minimizing himself to just being someone that makes good money. And a part of me, I used to be offended by that thought, like, how dare you think that it's all about money? And how dare you think that, you know, women are um, just concerned about what you make and things like that. And then I had to turn it around and say, oh, my God, like, why do you feel like that's all you are? Like, why do you feel like that? All you are is a check. Like, who didn't tell you that you are, you're destined to be a great father, a great partner, you are a great conversationist, you are a spiritual, um, a great spiritual partner. Who didn't tell you that you are witty and that you are, um, you know, that, that you're a great travel partner and that you come up with great ideas and you can, you know, are a great, great team member. I don't know. Like, who didn't tell yeah. you that there are so much, there's so much more to you that all you feel you have to offer is money. But then I also go back to what the expectation is that women have been been taught about men is who, who are we that that's all we expect or those are the biggest things, you know what I mean? Or that's all we require, I would say. Because we are the same ones that are being trained to cook really well and do the laundry and stay home and rear the children. So when I say minimized too, I feel that there are times we are doing ourselves a disservice by minimizing ourselves to the roles or expectations that we've been like told we should be, yeah, and that's where I feel like that's that's where I'm feeling sad. like that's where I'm feeling incomplete because I'm realizing like that's not that's not what I want that's not what I want for my husband. Like he might yeah. happen to be a great. And I will say this, my husband is a great provider, mm-hmm. like my husband definitely has motivation that I admire when it comes to provision.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but there are times I have to remind him like you are more than that, yeah, and don't minimize yourself to that contribution
0: mm-hmm.
1: just like I don't think that you just if you just wanted a chef and, and <laughs> a, um and a, a and a and a housekeeper like. Or you know, some you look at their surrogacy. You could get somebody to have you. You can pay somebody yep. to be. If you just yep. wanted that, that's a different story. Yeah, but you're more than that, and there's so much affirmation that I'm having to practice for myself
0: mm-hmm. and for
1: him, mm-hmm. because I'm like, you're more than that. But that is the flaw in in minimizing ourselves to a role or an expectation. Does that make sense? Well,
0: yes capital Y, capital E, capital S. (laughs) Yes. And like, as you're talking, I'm just like, oh, it makes me so sad because like, I feel like so often we are so quick to make ourselves small because that's kind of what um, society kind of like tells us. If like you're, if you're not doing it to the like big and to the extreme, then Mm -hmm. you might as well be small about it. Mm. You know what I mean, and Mm -hmm. like, so I feel like I I hate seeing that, and it like breaks my heart. And I think you brought up like such a good point. Like, if there's you know certain things that I'm experiencing, or like for me, you know, I talk about dating a lot because that's a big thing in my life at this very moment. But you know, speaking to like, if all that you think I need is from you is blank is is to be a provider. It is twenty twenty-three. You know how many people want to be sugar daddies or sugar mamas? <laughs> like <laughs> like I know how, like I know how silly that sounds, but <laughs> it's a
1: money aid. But I okay, like, okay, you, you know
0: uh, it's not like, <laughs> You gotta come with something different because I know for me, like I look at myself and if I hold myself to an expectation of like being um bigger. I guess you could say. Like in 2023, I decided, I know some people do words of the year and I am one of those people. My word for the year is more. Wow! I want to be more of a woman. I want to be more of somebody or like I want to do more in my life. I want to exceed whatever expectation people think of me mm. instead of minimizing my minimizing myself to what I think I'm supposed to be right. or the role I'm supposed to play. And it's not that I can't do it because I can do it and I can do it really well. Mm-hmm. But I will also get stuck into that place and then there's no room for growth there. And, right. You know. Um, yeah, that was just something that I have, yes. like that I think about. <laughs> like I should not have brought up the sugar. That was a horrible example. No, no, no.
1: no. It's, but, but you, <laughs> you're right. No, you made a good point because the thing is now that we – realize like there's a lot to debunk about expectations and how we were kind of ro- raised into these roles
0: mm-hmm. like
1: there's so much to to think about like that's not enough anymore and it's not to say you can't be enough it's to say there's we know there's more about you you know mm-hmm. um one of my favorite favorite couples um um back in Washington the the roles don't look the way that they look in my marriage right the mm-hmm. husband Is a great cook and the wife is a great sous chef, right? Like she's like, you do your (laughs) face.
0: Yes, that is your lane, and And, I will not come in it.
1: (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? And so, but he that's what he loves to do. He loves to. And he's it. I mean, literally every time I'm over for dinner, I'm like, what you got? And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a copy this and I'm gonna take this home. But so they thrive in that. And what I love is that there's not an expectation for her to do that it's an opportunity for him to show that he's more than just what his ex- expectation expectation is. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, they both work and they have beautiful children and it's the, it's, it's, it's a great dynamic of we get to thrive in what we are able to be, mm. you know, and where, like I said, I'm bringing it back to other instances I've seen in in different examples I am saddened by the idea that we minimize ourselves in a way that like, we're not even addressing who, what we like to do. You know? Um, I was listening to a podcast and, you know, the guy was pretty much like women need to understand that all guys want is for you to feed us, have sex with us. And, and, um, and compliment us or just leave us alone or something like that. Mm -hmm. And although I know like these are jokes and things, like I know that there's this understanding that men are simple and, you know, just stroke their ego and make them feel good. And Mm -hmm. they just want, you know, they want the status, like, you know, and although that may very well affirm you and that may make you feel good. I wonder like deep down, is that all you need from me? Like, do you just want a robot? Yeah, you know what I mean. And Mm -hmm. who told you you didn't deserve more? Who told you you didn't like? You know what I mean. And I struggled with the idea that I am expected to affirm or um, overly stroke an ego so that you look good, or that you want to, you need to look a certain way to other people. Yeah, and that to me is like I. I can't humor that idea because you know that you're amazing. Like you know it. I affirm you. I don't need to have I don't need to over exaggerate to make you look a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean? And so I struggle with like the idea that this is what affirms, you know, some men. This is what makes you feel more complete, you know, in the public eye. Yeah. And I wonder deep down like is there is there something else you identify with that I could I could come alongside you with? Or, or is it just these things that you think, you know, these, like, these little – I can't even think of the word that I'm trying to say.
0: No, I entirely think that I hear what you're saying because I think that all, all, many of us, and, you know, we're using the example as, like, you know, you're in a in a relationship. Obviously, you're married. But even, like, something that I've noticed in relationships that I've been in is that I think that – um I've often seen, like, men minimize themselves to shallow affirmations, Mm. but what they actually want to identify with is, like, deep emotions.
1: Yeah. But I think that's,
0: right? Like, I think that society has kind of trained us to have this idea of, like, or identify with, like the machismos mm-hmm. with, you know, and and of course, like for any men listening, if you think I'm wrong, call me out because yeah. I'm here. We're all here to learn together. But Absolutely. I think that like especially like toxic masculinity has led us into a way that it's like it has to be shallow. I have to be the provider. I have to be the man of the house. Whereas mm-hmm. like there are seasons like and I've seen it in my friends' marriages. I've seen it in my friends' relationships where it's like sometimes like a woman has to pick up slack and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it's not wrong by any means. It's like, that's the reality of life. So it's like, where is our identity really rooted in, you know, as a unit or even as an individual? Or is it going to be minimized to something shallow?
1: Well, no, that's a great way to put it. And that's something that, like I said, me and my husband, um, we will like listen to something and bring thought to it. And where I can appreciate is that he'll come in and either affirm or like explain What the man is trying to say, Mm. and where I'm grateful is that I can speak to him and say, "Okay, why are y'all like this?" You know what I mean? Right?
0: (laughs) Because the math ain't mathing over here. (laughs) Okay.
1: And he's he's able to say, "Okay, this is what I think, and this is what I can understand about what men are saying." Mm -hmm. And so my thoughts are coming from this like this idea of like this is what I've been able to see in the group of men that I, you know what I mean? And so, but I think you're right and. I love that. I mean, of course, my responsibility is only to one guy, and so what I do love that I get to say is like you are more. You are better than this. Yes, if you need, you know, the affirmations and the um the 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 casual or, you know, uh, occasional uh stroke of ego, cool, I'll boost you up. But I need you mm-hmm. to know that you're more. That this yeah. isn't the the this isn't the only role that you play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that I get to address that. And so, you know, you said that very perfectly. And like, I'll even switch it over back to just a more general idea of we as people, just whatever our role is, sometimes it's necessary to play that role in life. Sometimes it's just the season we're in. Um, but it's, you could either make the mistake of, like I said, minimizing yourself to it. Um, or identifying with it and thriving. And mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, what that looks like at, you know, kind of like in different life events, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. you were speaking about this before. Is like what happens or what that identity or purpose looks like after different life events and how do you fulfill that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, something that um, as I was thinking about this is like, Who are you when something happens? Ooh. And, like, I have a question for you, but, like, I'll kind of share <laughs> because, right you back. know, I'm always right, instantly <laughs> here. But, um, no, to kind of give, like, where this thought came from for me is that, like, in the last few years, I've had massive life changes. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point that where people are like, where is Jasmine? What state is she in? Where does she live? Can she sit down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> My business. <Mrs. laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, I'm doing me. But I do think that um, that's played a role into like how I'm identifying or like who I'm identifying as because I've moved, you know, quite a few times within the last – two years Mm -hmm. i guess you could say all because of big life events i got a big internship i got Mm. a new job i'm going back to a full-time job just like life is happening but um i've realized i actually negatively identified with being a person who just like chases an adventure Mm. and then continuing to minimize myself of not being a committal person
1: whoa that's not fair no. Yes. Please stop doing that to my niece. <laughs> I
0: know. Like, we got to be nicer to her. Right. Um, wow. But it is like – it's something that I really have had to sit and be like – Dang, like, who, who am I? Like, how am I actually not just self-identifying but self-actualizing? Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, something that I uh, read earlier was, like, if you choose to self-actualize instead of self-identify, you're no longer trying to establish a relationship with a group or a team, like, or something individually. But what? with, um like, self-actualizing, you're trying to establish a relationship with your reality. Wow. And the way that wow. that is- – rocked me I was like that's that's the key is like to figuring out what your relationship is with your reality do I think that my like getting to the point of seeing that I've minimized myself to being not being non-committal not a great thing but in my actual reality when I had to sit with myself and think about it since I was 18 years old I've never been somebody somewhere longer than a year.
1: Mm. And
0: for myself, I told myself, like, I want to – at this, you know, stage of my life, I do want to, like, grow a little bit of roots, have a little bit of more wealth. Like, I've, you know, set out to have these goals for myself. So it's – I've had to then look at myself and say, with – am I identifying with what my goals are? Are they aligning Mm. with one another? Damn. Am I – Yeah, so those are just – those are some of my thoughts. Um, Jeez. But, you know, something that I wanted to ask you was you've had massive life events recently. I'm so grateful. I've been a part of them. And you just had your last (laughs) baby. Jeez. Who – how do you – who do you – who are you? (laughs) Like after having children – crushing it as a mom and like i know i see so many things of and you know me i just praise you all the time and everybody who's listening knows that i do that but i think like i know at least for me being in your life and anybody's life that i'm in i never want to sit back and be like i don't want to minimize her to being this so i want to know like how is it that you navigate um how you identify after your big life events
1: wow um thank you for that and yes i do love and appreciate how affirming you are. Um, I, I will say that the aspect of how I see my changes in my like routine or patterns, um, had to change like my outlook, like, cause I feel like I'm just reference what you were saying two minutes ago. You might see that as inconsistency. I see that as Like that is, you're in the perfect spot of your life to literally hop around and figure out what works for you. Mm. This is what you're supposed to be doing right now. You are doing exactly what you should because when it is time for you to settle in your career, you Mm. want to be able to say, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And Mm. that's how you are finding that out. So I see no negativity in the way that you've tried to paint what that looks like. You see it as inconsistency. I see it as like testing the waters and yeah. and 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 seeing where where you're going to you know it's almost like but you're not an animal but it's almost like you know a dog like circles around to see like where am I landing <laughs> yeah. like where am I going to, you know what i mean like where am i uh-huh. where am i landing what is comfortable for me where am i going to sit down so
0: yeah
1: i'm going to say that but for me um yeah i just i just pushed out the last roommate and i'll say that with each kid it's been different trying to find myself again. Um, because it's, like I said, my biggest goal is to always be present as a family person. Um, where I think that I'm grateful is that I do have the space to communicate to my husband. Like I need to get back to me. Um, so a little bit of information, um, not everybody knows this, but we, in the process of selling my other home and purchasing a new home here in texas Mm -hmm. and so that doesn't look as fast or smooth as it sounds right yeah and so what that meant is you know me and my smaller roommates we moved here my husband moved us out here to texas and then um he moved he went back to washington and was able to finish some stuff up there. So there was a great amount of time where I was full on single mom mode. Right. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, there wasn't room for that self love like that. um, I- Identifying or trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just now getting there. Like I'm just now figuring out what Sean after three kids and almost 11 years of marriage looks like. You know what I mean? And so that question is important and I'm finding the answer. Um all I can contribute to this conversation right now is that I'm so blessed to have the support and security of finding that out. Like I'm mm-hmm. I happen to be with a person that has seen my worth, my work and my contribution and my sacrifice yeah. and literally is taking this time And using it so wisely to like kick butt in the field that he is in and make a life that allows me to literally play around with my career. Like I'm not even joking and saying that. And so I'm willing to like sacrifice the time that I have now because I'm with someone who is literally verbally saying "I, I would work 10 jobs just so that you could work on your career and not get a job or get a career. And so I don't, I'm, I'm still finding my footing. Yeah. Um, because that's such a, that's such a huge opportunity for me. Um, but I'm, I'm still in the season of, of that transition. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Although, like I said, I struggled with, like, how I identify with that and and what I'm minimizing myself to, this season is allowing so much room for, like, in the next year, you know, in the next few months, actually, like, I'm just really excited for the time and the space and the opportunity I'll have to find me.
0: Mm. So
1: I can't even confidently answer that um, because I'm still in it, and that's my mm-hmm. reality. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still... You know, um, my nine-month-old is just, like, kicking my butt. Because, like, Ugh. who skips crawling? Like, you know I what I mean? I can't
0: believe that you just said nine-month-old. That's just Like, that's
1: weird. Like, why are you skipping <laughs> steps of, like, evolution? Like, it's weird to me. Right. She went from um. bottom
0: down till we standing up.
1: <laughs> Woo! So, what, you know, so that's what, that's what it looks like for me. Um, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just,
0: I'm in that mode. So, I can't even... I can't even tell you, you know? No, I'm going to correct you. That is the most confident and correct answer you could have given. I am blown away. I need to just – my, like, heart rate is through my chest, and I'm trying to, like, bring it down because, you know, I yell at this <laughs> mic. Jeez, I, know. I, know. I will. I'm like, chill. keep it cool, keep it cool, keep it cool. But, oh. no, I think, like, I just love that you were so honest about like where you're at and like you used the word of like this is i'm allowing myself Mm -hmm. to be in this space of my life into figuring out and navigating it you know i'm hyped that you have your husband my uncle that gives you that space because this is a shameless plug for the single woman get you a man (laughs) that allows you that space because i don't know about y'all but my expectations list is up there (laughs) um But yeah, just like talking about like allowances in like each stages of your life that looks different, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you had two kids, you guys had, like y'all were one-to-one. Now -hmm. you got three kids. Like you guys are outnumbered at this point, you know? And I think that's like, (laughs) it's just that, and she's about to start moving. Yeah, Mm -hmm. chill out, chill out, sis. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's like, you know, in a way like a perfect metaphor. Mm-hmm. For our lives is that there are certain seasons of our lives that we feel outnumbered mm. by our reality. That's and, yeah, that's good right there. You know, so it's like when you're in that season of your life, like what are you allowing to take place, or like what are you not allowing? Like I know that the season I think about, you know, I'm uh, the oldest sibling, and so in the season of like me being in my parents' house like that looked, what I allowed in my life to look a lot different. It probably was mm-hmm. a lot more mm-hmm. because like I took on a lot more responsibility. Right. But then it's like when I graduated college and I started my career, what I allowed in that season of my life was solely me. And there was more of a focus on me, not you know focusing on dating, like the things that I allowed or people to come into my space. It was very much like, nah, the wall's here for a reason. Because, like, I'm trying to get myself to a certain point. And then, like, now I'm at a totally different phase of my life where I'm like, okay, my heart is open, you know, to dating or to seeing what my future looks like. Like, I'm stepping into, like, what could be longevity for my career. Mm-hmm. So who I allow in my life, friendship-wise, family-wise, you know, romantically, that looks different too. Dang. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how you make that change? Like, what – what what happens when you like when you change those requirements? You know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's almost like you're like, okay, we got a new term of uh. <laughs>
0: term of agreement term of agreement
1: like uh -uh. uh-uh we updated iOS uh, you know what I mean like you gotta sign this (laughs)
0: 17.2 where's the you know when the iPhone upgrades and you're like read the manual no
1: that's not how we do things no more okay you press down on the picture and then you you know what I mean like what what does that so what does that look like right
0: I'm like (laughs) Apple we're just trying to keep up man Uh.
1: actually I'm a. To say Apple is behind because Android has been doing that for me. anyway. Really? Mm, I do have an Apple, here. I'm just realistic about yeah. Android versus Apple. We, I think, we just lost a lot of followers because we, the, okay, we, go ahead. Yeah, I'm
0: like, my turn. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, if her messages turn green after this, y'all, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> But in all seriousness, for my terms, you know, I think the biggest thing that I had to um, lead with,
1: I Mm. guess, in these
0: changes is being very particular about the language I'm using with the people that I want to continue to be in my life. Yeah. You know, like, I remember I had a conversation with you when I had first moved to California and I was so honest about where I was at. I was like, I cannot provide this right now.
1: Mm. and it's
0: like that's a way to vocalize your allowances like before mm-hmm. like I could either like put up the front and be like well I'll shuffle and I'll handle it or I'll figure it out mm. but I think like that's something that that's you know really important and like I know that especially now like anybody I have a relationship with that's like my most important priority people I'm long since with every single one of them
1: and so I have
0: to be, like, super committed to being, like, this is what I can have in my space. I'm sorry I can't talk on the phone right now. I can give you a call in this day. What type of attention do you need from me right now? Is this, like, it's, like, yeah. corny? like, is yeah. this a phone call or is this a text message? Like, yeah. it's just, like, you know, certain moments like that um, that I have to um, – I'm really proactive about vocalizing what I um, – have capacity for. And what I don't, you know, have capacity for, and I think the hope is that, you know, at least in my approach, like, if I have, I want longevity with people. That's always how I've been. I'm a deep, I'm a person of deep investment. And I know that there are people who are seasonal, but it's like, if I want people to come through those phases with me, then it's like, my responsibility to share, what that looks like and how they can be present in my life or like I kind of need you to like take a step back right now because what we had last season I can't have that this season otherwise it's going to overwhelm me it's also going to break this
1: (laughs) okay staff meeting like I you know you said like it's you do have that responsibility to make that clear like you know that is dang that's good like I'm gonna need you to stop saying triggering things that takes us away from the topic that we're talking about
0: so sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, I know that I'm gonna sound like I'm backtracking, but I wanted to ask you, based off of your conversation about seeming inconsistent, and you know, you spoke about your next move in your in life and going into your career, right? Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you 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 feel inconsistent because that's what society would judge you as, like? you are you accepting society's idea of what you are and then basing your goals and purposes off of that? Because me telling you like, that's not inconsistency. That's you finding your way Mm -hmm. is, 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 is what you should do for your self betterment, for your health, for your mental stability, for your plan. But society will have you being, you know, feeling like you have to like be busy and you have to abide by what the expectations are of you and it sounds like and like I said correct me are Mm -hmm. you basing that judgment off of society's expectation and therefore that's why you have purposes or that's why like you're you're wanting to base goals off of where you think you're consistent? like what is that how are you applying that
0: the way I've been cringing my teeth this whole time that you were talking, I don't like you right now. <laughs> then mute me, Ugh. like take my un- right. un- 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 my mic, <laughs> right? Somebody take it from her, unplug her. Oh my goodness, no! I think that you were, you are right, um, because yeah, like I am, you know, at the. Which I'm like, so silly. I'm so young. What the heck? I'm like, I'm 27 years old. I'm like, I got so much life to live. I'm not worried about y'all. Okay. Um, And no, it is spot on. Like, I don't feel that there are moments that I'm like, I have these like, oh, I wish that I was in a place to be blank, blank, A, B, C, and D. Right? Mm -hmm. Um. But like, society does say, don't waste money renting. You might as well buy a house.
1: What if Mm -hmm. I don't know where
0: I want to live yet? Right. What if I get stuck with their, you know- their taxes, or whatever it may be, or mm-hmm. you know, I loved my job but I hated the city. Or, I mean, the laundry list could go on yeah. and on and on for things. And I, but I do think that like society does play a massive role of like who you're supposed to identify as. And like even like I am 27 years old and I'm a single woman. I'm and if I'm single, I'm sad. Mm. that's what that's what society says too I'm fair. living in the sunshine state living my best life right now
1: you said have you met me right and,
0: like I am not worried about y'all, and I think like you know i do i will say like it is like a teeter, you know in between like is society influencing my goals or are these goals like genuinely things that I want and I think mm. that's where like just in all transparency this is where my faith plays a really huge role in my life yeah. because like it it God very much knows that's a desire that I have for myself mm. but I also told God like if this is if we're on a momentum trajectory and it's not stopping then we're, just, we're not gonna keep going and it's going to look insane to people who can't keep up with the chaos, but like we're going, mm-hmm. you know, so I definitely think that, you know, that is definitely the, you know, me sharing like the private part of my life that I'm like, not everybody um is in that conversation, you know, where I'm you know, talking with you like offline and, you know, getting into those nitty gritty details. But Mm -hmm. it also would be naive of me to think that I'm like, well, I'm seeing a lot of my friends get married and they're having kids. And some of my best friend just had her second kid. And like, I would love for us to raise kids together because like we see these TikTok videos where you see best friends and their kids are best friends and it's Mm. all cute. Like, man, that narrative could go on and on and on and on and on. And it's like, I got to stop myself in the middle of that and be like, no, like this is my story. This is mm-hmm. my journey. I won't minimize myself to what society thinks I'm supposed to be right. As at this place. Because I'm also like, we also see the same narrative of, you know, women who were so successful and like so deep in their careers. And they also get this like look of like, well, they're never going to have somebody and they're gonna never going to be with anybody. And they're just so money hungry and focused. And it's like, dang, I can't win.
1: Right. Like what if what if she's fine with that? And like yep. even when that woman does like confess that like they don't want to be a mother or they don't want to be a wife, mm-hmm. there's something there's more judgment for that. Right. And there's something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's a possible thing. And I mean, yeah. as a as a as a mama of 3 roommates, <laughs> I love my kids, but I will comfortably have the conversation of having kids is a whole Sure. Yeah. And please don't fall for the okey doke of how cute it is. I don't care how many Instagram posts you see. You can have the cutest baby in the world. You still are not sleeping, ma'am. Yep. You still are sacrificing something that you are needing to be present for that person. And I'm I'm coming from a place of having a very very participating partner. I'm coming from a place of having a partner that says, Hey, you breastfeed, I'll burp and change the diaper, no matter Mm -hmm. the time of day or night. Literally, only because they can't, he can't breastfeed. Right. Like, so I'm coming from one of the most healthiest environments, and I'm still like, This junk is exhausting. Mm -hmm. And I have a headache, and I've had three cups of coffee today. Like, you know what I mean? And so when I hear a woman identify with her happiness, and come to the conclusion that motherhood does not fit in there. I'm like, good for you for accepting that and running with it. Because yeah. I also am more concerned about that person identifying with what they want to do and not minimizing themselves to something they just don't feel like they would thrive at. Let's be yeah. honest. Not every woman feels like she would thrive at motherhood or or being someone's mother. Mm -hmm. And if, and if Mm -hmm. we are going to force people into those roles, we're asking for, this is going to be a disaster because now you're putting somebody in a situation that could very much harm a dynamic or create a a bad situation for a child.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, because the repercussions of that and the domino effect is just damaging, really. And,
1: and, And it's not even about physical abuse or anything. It's about the, the idea that there's a difference in, a woman that wants to have children and is, is eager to nurture even in her exhaustion. There's also a Mm -hmm. difference in a woman that is just obligated to nurture. Mm
0: -hmm. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because I truly believe, you know, Hey, if this is a responsibility I have, I'm going to do it, but there's obviously a difference in, Hey, you want to be here. And yeah, I just have to be here. And that's, and that's a, that's an effective thing. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my, that's my TED talk.
0: <laughs> Dang, you just came at me, and I don't even know where to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you were talking about no. just the um because you were talking about seeing, uh, you know, your friends, um, yes. and their families and things like that. And that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that that's your role right now. Hmm. Hmm.
0: No, not at all. And I another thing I just want to add. This <laughs> one's for the single girlies. <laughs> Um, or just I want to say single people in general because I think this applies to men as well. Mm-hmm. People, because I am single, they see me as more accessible because I'm single. And Whoa. the definition of busy is so skewed.
1: Whoa. Tell me, go, go.
0: This is where people have me jacked up.
1: Go talk about it.
0: Oh, this is I get so frustrated. <laughs> I get so frustrated. <laughs> I get so frustrated because it's – I hear people say like – especially because like I live in a city right now that people are all about like what can I get, what can I get, what can I get, what can I get, what can I get. get? Mm -hmm. And you can get more from people who do not have other obligations of what you see as a more priority type of obligation. So Mm -hmm. that would be your spouse and that would be your kids or your family, right? Mm -hmm. So people who don't have that – I can get anything from you at any given day. No, that's not true. Mm. I have hobbies. I like going to the gym. I want to meet somebody, but it's like, how am I supposed to do any of these things and be my healthiest and best self or find somebody to be in relationship with if you're taking all of my time?
1: Right. Like, allow me to prioritize me. 100%
0: 100% and it's, and I think where I get so frustrated is especially like for people on the other end like I'm not bagging anybody in particular mm-hmm. but like it's those people who say aloud like I just want you to meet somebody but yet they're not encouraging you or helping you be in spaces where you can
1: wow that is so wow. contradictory
0: you're not trying to help me it's all it's empty words at that point
1: oh my god absolutely Absolutely. And I hear you saying, you know, it's like, do you not feel, are there people in your life that you don't feel respect the place that you're in, you know, in a way of one, you know, comparative to you having kids or not having kids and what that busy or prioritizing looks like. And then two, like, like you said, I'm, do you want me to thrive, you know, in these, in these other spaces or do you just want the, the thought of it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and. How are you even like able to sort out or correct that behavior? Like, what are you telling these people?
0: Mhm. Well, you know, I th- oh gosh. I I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, confront is- this is this is where I just get so hot and bothered. Um, so to answer your second question, like how do I combat it? One thing that I've had to do is I had to do it yesterday somebody in regards to my job. People know I I have a toxic relationship with working. I'm working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that about myself, um, knowing that about myself, I had somebody send me a message yesterday that was like, hey, can you please do ABC, you know, whatever. Thank you so much. And I, my instant text was, this is going to have to wait until Monday These are in, or until Sunday. You know, today is my day off and tomorrow is my day off. Mm-hmm. And that was from the jump. Like that was like something that I was like before I was so like scared to do because I'm like, in all actuality, I can do it mm-hmm like and i know That's that i can
1: a, i can but will i that was I, <laughs> but
0: will i exactly and it's like it's me like making and this is you know just goes back to like if you continue to allow yourself to do certain things like why would anybody know any different mm-hmm. um so it's like definitely trying to do your best to you know create those spaces to prioritize yourself yeah um and then i'm sorry remind me of your first question
1: Oh, no, you did answer my first question. My second question was just, how are you responding to people that aren't necessarily supporting the atmosphere of you thriving in situations where you meet someone, but then they're just supporting the theory of it? Like, Mm -hmm. back up your words, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think that I, (laughs) my approach is I'm reminding you of your words. Yeah. And being like, do you actually believe this? Mm -hmm. Or not? Like, is this something that just like sounds good? And especially because like I love, I have some really awesome friends. I'm very grateful. Mm -hmm. But there's just like with all friend things, like there's like conflict, and you know there's things that are awkward. And it's like you know, hey, I want to introduce you to this person. Do you want to introduce me to this person? Because like in theory, it'd be nice for all of us to like hang out. Or do you like (laughs) you know what I mean? Or like convenient? Yeah. Or like, do you actually like think like we're compatible for each other and we could like go somewhere with this? You know, um, so I think like that is, you know, definitely another way that I like almost like answer your own question that Mm you asked me or like respond to the response that you gave me, um, I think is a way. And I also like I think this also kind of relates to like where I'm at in my career. No one in my family has been my age in, in their career the way that I have. Whoa. And so, and it's not that like one way is right and one way is wrong. So I think that like when I'm processing things or I'm navigating things and I'm like, um you know, sharing the things that I'm going through or just like we're having just like open communication and conversation about stuff. Like if ever I feel like there's like tension or it's just like, man, we are not understanding each other. I have to bring it back to you. And I say this also to friends. You've never been this age and had to date. You've never been this age and stepped mm. into a super big career moment. If it's you know, that's somebody that's have been right. talking to. Like you've so it's like that's where I think that like, you know, at a very foundational level, I think a lot of people, you know, um, on an emotional level also feel Mm -hmm. the same things. But when it's like the actual like minute and concrete details, those look a lot different. So it's like we can take bits, bits and pieces of it and be like, okay, I could see how this could help me here. This could help me here. And like I identify with this, but I don't identify with that because at this stage of your life. We're entirely different and that's okay. So I think I really try to bring it back to that um, because I'm like, if we can agree on this is different, that's going to make our entire conversation be much more productive.
1: Right. Wow. Dang. Like there's, okay. There's so much. Ow. I'm over here um, moving around. (laughs) So, so side note, the office furniture hasn't been delivered out here. (laughs) <laughs> oh no. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting on like um remember I told you that I bought the kids nuggets, like those uh yep. they're very comfortable, but I had to like create like a couch and <laughs> <laughs> rough okay, out it, here. It is it is, but it's I'm very comfortable. I could actually like nap on these, but um great purchase, but mm-hmm. they are not office furniture, they're serving their purpose right now.
0: Working with but, the work.
1: Um, there's so many good things you were saying and I am almost curious that maybe, um, um, you know, sometime soon we can jump on a live and mm-hmm. actually talk about your theory of the comparison of what busy looks like when we're looking at a single person versus a parent. Yeah. Cause I, as a parent, I think it's quite disrespectful to assume that because someone doesn't have kids, they don't, they aren't busy. Yeah. Um, and Just because they chose not to or are not parents at that moment Mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean that they don't have things in their life. So I really, I really like the point you were bringing up and I hope that we can um, carry this on um, later because I do want, actually, and I want you guys' feedback. Like, are there um, any listeners who struggle with that? Like, you assume that just because I don't have the same responsibilities as you, I am... Somehow free and mm-hmm. able to cancel my plans, you know, I think that's a that's yeah. a great topic,
0: yeah,
1: um, lastly, or se- I don't know, as we wrap <laughs> this up before I like start talking about something else. um I'm just really appreciative that you have taken the space to um talk about what you identify, you know with, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're you know the flaw of minimizing yourself into a role and like almost every other topic we can go on and on but um i think it's important to leave this here and allow feedback mm-hmm. um i'm just grateful that you've given me the space to talk about my struggles in this and that i yeah like a year or two ago i was very much thriving in mm-hmm. what i thought i was doing and or, or what i was doing for my family and for my career mm-hmm. right now i'm not doing as much as i would like to for my career um But I'm grateful that I'm able to identify and piece apart what that minimizing looks like or what I can identify with and thrive in. Um, And so I'm really grateful that you've helped create this space for them.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is. I don't think I think we say it, but like, I don't ever know if like you guys will understand the severity of like how grateful we are to have your ear, Mm. you know, like these are just, this is just, again, like scratches the surface of conversations that we have, but it's like to know that we're able to be in a space to provoke thoughts Mm -hmm. and to, you know, spark new conversations is incredible because I know that with so many of our listeners, like topics come out of the conversations that we have with feedback from people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always like so overwhelmed with gratitude for that. And I love, you know, Sean, that we get to do this together and I just get so excited mm. for what the future of this podcast could look like. So, um, yeah, Same. I'm excited to hop on that live and have some more chats. It's going to be fun. It is. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening.
1: And, um, yeah, we thank you in advance for the feedback. Cause we absolutely always enjoy it.
0: Yes. 100%. We will see you guys next week. All right, guys. See ya. Bye.